Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Four travelers have journeyed to the city of Forced Nagar, each for their own reasons. The city is currently under siege by the cannibals of the Hungering Legion. Join us as our heroes try to make their way through a dying city looking for its oracle. They have to make difficult decisions and overcome a hostile environment. With Becca playing Harad, Christopher playing Sir Hugo, Quinn playing Ishmael, and Tillman playing Nomina, with Slavic being the dungeon master. The Breaking of Forced Nagar is a 13th Age adventure published by Pelgrim Press. If you'd like to contact us, you can find Twin Cities by Night on all social media platforms. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can also find us on Patreon. We hope you enjoy. All right. Hello and welcome to our session two of our two-shot of Four-Star Nagar. In the last chapter, our characters have successfully gotten into the diplomatic compound in order to find Matt Hinder. Well, hopefully help them find the oracle. A ragged-looking warrior closes the door as your group enters the diplomatic compound. An archer calls down to you from a perch on the wall. That was some solid work. Anyone willing to cut the legion like that's welcome here. He gestures to one of the spearmen at the gate. Bjorni will take you and the others over to the embassy. You can talk with Lord Elser. And yes, you go inside. The diplomatic compound is actually made out of wood, something you've noticed, wood and stone, something you've noticed is quite rare in Forstor Nagar, where most of the buildings are made out of ice. It's, you're pretty sure that that's quite rare, as you've heard that wood is one of the most expensive commodities this far north. As you go into the structure, you're meted by a gaggle of guards, and the leader of this tells you, Welcome! We thank you for your kindness. We have refugees here and others, but I must still ask you, please bind your weapons as a gesture of goodwill. Will you sheath your weapons? Yes, I look at the others and I just kind of like wipe the my blood off my face and sheath my weapon as I look at the other three waiting for them to do the same. Uh, yeah, Nomina uh, sheaths her bow or like takes off the string so it's uh, inert. She also... Uh, Looks very tattered, I think. Like she has taken quite a beating. So I would imagine she's full of blood. Her her bare skin coat or her like bare fur coat is burnt and soaked in blood. So she looks um, wild, I would say. I look at the guard and I'm like, can I have a moment with my team real quick before we move forward? Of course. Uh, the ambassador awaits you beyond this door. door. You see uh, you're just before in a sort of antechamber, you know. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I turn and I kind of like motion for the other three to like kind of step away within where they're not within hearing distance, maybe of people. And I'm like, look at Namana and I'm like, are you okay? Uh, yes, certainly. Do you need this? As I obviously look like I've taken some, a beating too. I'm sure I got like blood all over my mail and I got like, I'm looking like a hot mess, but I kind of like pull aside my bag and open up my bag, showing my one final potion. I'm like, you need this? Uh, hold on to it. I uh, I do have some left over okay. uh, for the right moment. Now look at the other two. I'm like, you two, you're good? Honestly, I'm surprised you're still standing and 
well, you need whatever you you need supplies more than I do. And she's like gestures to like her armor, which you can tell it's like clearly um, bent and like you know, brute like and the metal's like creased in some areas with like is blocked by some blades, but like she is mostly intact. And you uh, look up at Dar's doing relatively okay considering the damage that he has outputted recently yeah you guys don't need actually potions to heal right now you can use uh, recoveries as many as you want i can heal them i think i just remembered yeah you can but well when you're quick resting you can just use as many recoveries as you need gather here i will heal you with the with the blessing of my gods and the power of the wilderness and i pat everyone on the back and they see a like a vision of a uh, of like a wild boar, maybe a goat, a wolf, and like all these wild animals flash up before them, and feel the wetness and the smell of the forest. And I think uh, all of you can just spend one recovery and roll your recovery roll. Awesome! I got nineteen, so that puts me up to uh, forty-five, but. Not too much. You could enough. use another recovery if you want to. Uh, I'm only missing rest. nine right now, so I'll just wait. You know what I mean? So um, I will actually do another recovery roll just because I have a total of 99. I'm still down to 68, so I can still have a lot of room to go. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah, you just feel a sort of... You actually see the wood uh, sprouting leaves in certain places as Nomina heals you. And you sort of smell a pine... Growing. And I look at the group again and I'm like, within my bag here lies a map of the area. If something's to happen to me, make sure you take that with you. Do not leave my goods behind. Also, within there is a letter from my wife and my young son. If you can make sure that it gets to them, if something happens to me also, I would owe you on the other side. Can I count on you three for that? Harad pats the skull on his belt and goes, Regardless of what happens today, I'm sure you will see your family again. And I look at, <laughs> look at the other two and I'm like, all right, I can count on you guys. <laughs> and I go As back. His mail is, that is surprisingly less comforting than I thought it would be. Yes, I, I have to agree with you there. And I just move forward to the guard. I'm like, we are ready to speak to the ambassador. Very well. He opens the door and you see a man, or an, rather an elven man in his mid-30s. He looks scruffy, not how you'd usually imagine a noble, but it's been a long siege. And uh, you can uh, see in his eyes that he's probably seen his fair share of the fighting. And they've probably been holed up here for quite some time. He sort of meets you and says, you're not legion. I represent the emperor, but I'm here to find the representative of the world. You bring an army? No. What are use for you to me? I'm used enough to get take out here important assets, get word back to the emperor with my insights, my expertise, and hopefully then we can come back with the army and to help you out. But to bring an army in this situation blind without knowing what we're getting into would lead to more casualties and potential failure. Don't take me for a fool. I know that Force Sornagar is lost. If it was last lost, thing we can do is just die here and take many as many of those bastards with us as we can you can say that as he sort of says this sentence he looks at nomina and his eyes go a bit wide and then he uh crosses his arms and bows deeply ah i did not know that the triumvirate has sent its servants in fact it did it showed me a vision of the oracle and this place i see Rise and 
And like you I notice that he has a pendant mm-hmm. uh, of the triumvirate, a sort of holy symbol. You see several like claws there. I pat it in like a like a blessing motion. So I see hope has been found then. I look at the two while they're doing their spiel. I'm like, ambassador, I've... let me help you. Let me help you and help your people. The thing is, you need to keep a positive outlook on the situation. If you want people to survive, it, the potential is there. I have over 30 starving refugees here. I've long passed. I'm pretty sure we've eaten all the leather here, leather here already. I understand. I completely have my empathy when it comes to that. And maybe we can help out in there. But our first goal right now is we have to find this Matt Hunter guy. We have to find him and bring him out. Yes, for safety. the speaker of the Oracle. A holy yes. man, to be certain. A good man. I will let you speak with him. But do keep your demon pet on a leash. Excuse me, sir. That woman there has shed blood for you and to save these people here. Looks can be deceiving. Many things can be deceiving. Yeah, such as your leadership, maybe. Let me speak to this Matt Hutter. (laughs) Enough. Go downstairs. Bill, you'll find him in the common room. And as as, as his mail goes past him, she just turns to him and just bark. (laughs) <laughs> okay roll me a strength plus nine to, night of hell checks uh plus levels plus v20 plus 14 i think 16 he just stares at you let's go we got further business to press on oh. thank you ambassador uh yeah as we're walking down the stairs i'm gonna look when we're out of ear range look at nominon i'm gonna be like i understand what he's going through i understand the mentality that he has right now but if you want your people to survive and those that are underneath him, you have to change his mentality right now, his outlook. He's giving up right now. And if people see him give up, they're going to give up hope. I take it you have an important status here within your community, and I respect that 100%. Use that and use your influence to get that man back on track because these people will not survive if he's not leading them from the right place. And you think they can survive even if he does? It's a, it's a chance, right? Let me let me try. It's it's a good suggestion. We'll and wait. I like we'll leave them and approach uh, the guy again. Talk to him in our language, so the rest just doesn't get it. And I want to bring up to him that I have a relationship with the Elven Queen. So oh, yeah. how can I do that? Can I like uh, suggest to him that it's basically that you're very influential, so you can suggest anything or say something will happen, or let's say coerce him for some material help, anything you want, basically. So it's creative storytelling, so it's it's on you. Yeah, so I will implore him with my gods have shown me that the this oracle is the solution to it all. I must find it quickly. I'm not sure if I can trust the rest of my group there but they are helping me along the way so if you can help me anyway so that i can reach my goal i'm sure we uh, can get out of this mess if in this realm or in the eternal wilderness that i'm not sure he says hmm perhaps i can help you yes yes he, he sort of takes off the necklace of the triumvirate and says, this was given to me by a priestess from my tribe back when I was young, only 30 years of age. I cherish it very much, but I do not want it to fall into the hands of these ingrates. Ho- hopefully you will be able to use it well, holy one. And he sort of oppresses the necklace 
into your arms and uh, you feel uh, suddenly as if empowered to do something. So what this necklace it does is it's a one-use only item. When you use it, escalation die will increase by three. Basically, uh, it'll burn itself. All right. Nice. So turn to him. I like reach for his shoulders and draw myself uh, up to him and kiss him on the forehead and whisper to him, I will make a sacrifice to the gods in your name. He, he sort of uh, looks down with his eyes, humbled. And I turn back to the others. Yeah. Uh, he sort of starts uh, sharpening his sword and yeah, sends you, uh, you all on your way. Does his body language look different? He seems more calm. Better than Very nothing, almost menacing. Menacing's good if it's directed at the bad guys. Oh, I turn and I go, okay. And I, as we walk forward to open the door to talk to yeah. Matt Hinder, I look at Ismail and I go, sometimes it's, that's the only thing that keeps you going is the potential for there to be success. And, I found spite helps a lot too. Yeah, ang- yeah, it does. Anger kept me alive back there, I'll tell you that, as I head towards the door to open up the door. Okay, you open the door and you see a couple of refugees burning books for heat. And you're sure you recognize Matt Hinder the uh, first time you lay eyes on him since he's like in front of the circle and he's mumbling something about that the city is strong and the Oracle will protect it. He's an albino man in his late 60s. You see that he's probably like blind, you know, he has red eyes as albino, albinos sometimes have. And he's mumbling some platitudes and telling stories of Fostornagar, how it was founded and the legends surrounding it. How many people, refugees are, is he speaking to? Like how many are there? Uh, you're pretty sure there's like 15 in the room. Hmm. Probably others around the compound, but you're not sure. I uh, wait till he's done speaking. And I just kind of walk within arm's length for a second, patiently waiting. And when there's an opening, I'm just going to say, Maharad. He, he sort of nods to you. And you see a couple of people, you know, they see Ismail and they sort of look pretty scared. Maybe we have a word with you. Of course, of course, of course. You are our saviors, yes? We are here to help. Good, good. Help is what these good people need. Oh, some of them have been here for weeks. It's terrible. It is. May I speak? May we speak to you on the side here, please? Of course, of course. Please excuse me, he says to the circle of refugees there, and he goes with you. And when we're kind of out of ear range, I'm going to be like, sir, excuse my bluntness, but obviously things are moving at a fast pace here. We need to find the Oracle. We need to know where the Oracle is at right now. Yes, of course. The Oracle is where he's always been, in the temple. But I will not take you there unless you take these refugees with you. My, my, to be honest, sir, my first goal after speaking to you here and getting this information was to check on their well-being. But you have to understand what the situation we may put ourselves with, we may be putting them at more risk than they are here. Now, I can guarantee if we are able to find the Oracle and we do survive, I will come back here and I will try to get as many people as I can to safety. But right now, that's a thing I cannot guarantee. My first goal right now is to get the, the Oracle out Report to the emperor and come up with a strategic plan to save your people. My people are already lost. The hungering legion, I can sense them. They're already swarming about. 
looking for the oracle and devour his heart. You cannot let that happen, but I will not help you unless you help me and these good people. Well, these good people, I don't care if I die. Of course. I ask you this. You watch over them while we go check on the oracle. No, no, no. You have to take them, okay? Sir. Uh, Trust me, you have to take them. Sir. I know this. I know this. Okay, calm down, sir. Let me explain one final thing. Just hear me out. You have to understand my team and I's expertise lies in the fact that we can maneuver quickly and unseen. If we have 15 bodies with us of starving, hungry people who are injured, we will not get to the Oracle undetected and our chances of survival are low. I understand. I understand. But there is a way outside of the city from the temple. Oh. How? How is, how is this possible? I, I won't tell you unless we you take us. I look at the three. I'm like, give me one second. I pull the three aside. I look and I look at the refugees and I look at the three. I'm like, our odds are going to be very low if we have to bring 15 unable bodies like that. Are you willing to take those odds or not? Well, could maybe scout ahead with, I don't know, one of you and the other two follow with with this group here. I look at the other two. Which one of us are going to go with her? I'll go if need be. If you two are willing to stay here, stay and watch while we scout ahead. I'd be willing to stay just because with that many people, it's going to draw them to us. Maybe not immediately, but they, that many people moving around, it makes noise. Exactly. It's not in our favor. So listen, then this is the plan. Namana and I will go scout ahead. You two, I look at Herod glaringly. Nothing happens to them. You protect them as if they, they are part of my family. Harad's kind of this whole conversation has been looking at the refugees, almost gravitating towards the ones that look the weakest. Yeah. I'm like, Harad, we have an understanding, right? I look at Ismail. I look back at Harad. Nothing happens to these people. If I can prevent it, I won't let it happen. But I can't be everywhere all at once. I understand. Nothing happens from our hands to these people. I can do that. Okay. I look, walk back to Maharad. I'm like, sir, this is what we'd like to do. Me and my counterpart here are going to go ahead and scout the area. We are going to come back, get you, my other two companions here, and the refugees, and then we will go into the temple. But we have to find a way of ingress before we do, or everyone's life is at risk. Can we agree to those terms? Mm. I'm sure we'll find a way how to do this look all i need is that the refugees somehow get there safely they will they will i have to find a way there first and then we will go as a group together right Uh, i I recommend you go during nightfall and stay here for a couple of hours legion's beaten back for now we'll do that i look at the other three i want to address the the albino man i forgot his name matt hinder yeah. Have you visited the temple during these times of uh, attack recently? No, no, I, I was not able to. I, I received visions from the oracle in my mind. Off Me too. I did. You too? From the oracle? My gods showed me that I must find the oracle. I'm, I'm certain that the oracle is in contact with, with my gods, at least. I see. Of course, of course. All will come in due time. Oh, I hope the Oracle is okay. And yeah, guys, if you, there's anything you want to do, prepare, uh, talk to any of the refugees. 
Exactly. Uh, now's the time to do it. Yeah, I was going to tell everyone, before you rest, check with these refugees, check on their health status, check if anything of theirs is going to be a hindrance when we do move. Yeah. I'll start with Nomina. What do you want to do in your downtime? Honestly, I don't know yet. Maybe I'll just come back to that. I have to think on that a little bit. Uh, fair enough. Harad. Harad will actually go to the ones that he was specifically eyeing, evaluating their their weakness and gruffly having conversations with them. He's not super talkative, but knowing any information, trying to get any information about what they've seen in the area, he knows is going to be helpful and help with their survival. Right. As you sort of approach the refugees, you notice that not all of them are so malnourished or defenseless. And a couple of them do actually have weapons and look armed and uh, slightly dangerous. Oh, He'll, he'll stop as he's going over to a weak bunch, redirect, you know how to use, pointing to their weapons. Yeah, uh, he uh, talks to a male dwarf sitting there. He's like, she, she sorry. <sighs> yeah, yeah, he used it once or twice. Killed a couple of those bastards. Killed my family, though. You know, she's sort of has her hammer there in her, sort of on her chest, and she seems to sort of be rocking back and forth. But I'm going to kill them all, kill all those bastards when I get the chance. You're going to help me, right? She sort of keeps looking at her hammer. Yes, we will have chance soon. You will do your family proud. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I'll do them proud. I'll kill them for them. And uh, then you're sort of approached by a halfling. Ah, a fellow spellcaster, huh? What you want, child? I'm not a child. I'm a halfling. Uh, little folk, you know? So we consider that offensive sometimes. I can eat you in one bite. What do you want? <laughs> I wanted to talk, of course. Uh, learn a little more about, uh... Fellow magicians, uh, tricks of the trade, you know? Does he have, like, a familiar on him that I could see? I- any indication of what kind of spellcaster he is? Okay, uh, roll me a wisdom plus orc shaman plus level, so d20 plus 7. You feel a aura of ice emanating from him. Like, he probably freezes stuff and uh feel a sort of shiver straight down to your bones not as sort of the, the one you when you use your magic or when other people see you use your magic but a more natural cold shiver hmm frost nagar is very much your home yes i've been born here yeah forest nagar has uh many halflings dwarfs people we all lived here together for the legion yeah you know with the Oracle here protecting it. It's the only big city in the north. Probably won't be for much longer. Yeah. He sort of gives you a swig, uh, a bottle of something. Want to have a swig? Haravel, take a swig. Give me a constitution roll. <laughs> of course. Uh, plus, I guess, undead initiates. So let's say plus 12. 18. Yeah, you just barely are like, holy Hell, that is strong. Mm, ah. good. Only person out here who didn't knock out sort of takes this massive swig. Parad ah. has a newfound sense of respect for this little <laughs> little one. 
Yeah, if you want to know, uh, let me see. His name is Gornak. Gornak. Sweet. Harad and Gornak will spend the rest of the evening talking and sipping over this wonderful, wonderful drink. All right. Nomina, are you ready? Yeah. Um, are there any refugees that look hurt? Like not starved, but physically hurt? Yeah, they do t- take you to like a sort of makeshift infirmary where there's two people. Uh, one's sort of uh, very bad shape, you know, dying of infection, shivering. And yeah, the other she seems to be sick. She's going to do the preaching healer thing uh, first on the uh, on the one with the infected wounds. Okay, I'm going to make you a wisdom plus holy woman roll, so plus 10. Okay. And roll it to me twice, please. 24. Okay. You do actually manage to heal both of them to where they're both stable. You're not sure if they're going to make it, but... Uh, they do look significantly better. Yeah, I'm going to ask uh, the one with the wounds, um, tell me, how did you get these wounds? <clears throat> well, I've been in a building, right? Since there was nobody there, I thought, you know, I might have some food. So I got in, and the spikes got me. But it wasn't that bad, you know? It's just how I got the wound in the leg. But, the, but then the Legion came, you know? They hurt the spikes, the hunters, right? And believe it or not, they got a, what's it called? Looked like one of the, he sort of points to Ismail, or, well, uh, he sort of describes something that looks like Ismail. One of those with them, right? Bit me right in the shoulder, and yeah, that's how I got infected. You need yeah. to, you need to change your mentality. You've been going at this like the gatherer. Well, I You've killed two trying... of them. Good, that's a good, good start. You've been trying to graze upon the land, and you were, you are prey of these hunters. Next time you are going to be the hunter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you sort of see two long knives beneath his bed. And the other person's uh, dwarven woman was all in a pretty advanced age. And you can see that uh, she feels much better now. <sighs> Thank you. Uh, what's your name, dear? Nomina. I'm a priestess of the Holy Triumvirate. Nomina. That's a pretty name. Uh, I used to have a daughter. Ah, she was so pretty. Wonder what she's doing now. You know, I was so sad when she left for Stornagar. I thought, what are you going to do, you know? This is a big city. You can do anything you want here, but I'm so glad she did, you know? She doesn't even write me anymore. Tramverit, you say? Tell me stories about them. And she sort of seems in a sort of half-asleep haze. Uh, I tell her a story about... The Great Hunt, installment number one or whatever. Like the the absolute pure backstory of like my three gods, uh, where they started their their eternal struggle about who's the greater hunter. And I tell them about these this white moose that they were trying to hunt down. And well, uh, each and every one of them was setting traps, but not for the moose, but for each other. And it was like this this big struggle. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you tell them the story of how the moose ran away and eventually became the moon while they the triumvirate during the day turns into the sun and hunts it for all eternity she seems content and starts sleeping and sir hugo what it is you wish to do i'm going to going to walk around assess the situation look at people looking at my teammates talking to other people i'm going to start thinking logistically about all this are there any litters that can be used in case we got to 
transport people who are too injured or move too slowly? Well, the people who are too who were too injured now aren't so. So they're all capable of movement. Yeah, they're capable of walking. But I guess you could take some makeshift ones with you yes. in case someone gets injured. I definitely want to take some makeshift litters. I also want to talk to my peers here and find out how many could be capable of hurting these people in case we have to move ahead or get them to go a different route. I know I see a dwarf. So what you assess from the situation is that it might not be as bad since the guards of the diplomatic compound actually will go sort of with you and form the backline for the refugees since they understand you'll probably have to go and clear the way in front anyway. Okay. So we might not have to scout ahead. I don't know. I'm going to talk to the three. All right. looks like these people are more able-bodied than we thought they were before. The guards are willing to come with to kind of watch them as we go ahead. I don't know if us needing to scout ahead is exactly something that needs to be done. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I feel that it would be n- nice if we had some head warning when a uh, patrol comes along and we have to defend ourselves. I'll look at Nomina. Your thoughts? Hmm. My first goal is to secure this oracle. I, this is my mission here. I'm not sure whether we can save all these refugees. We might take some casualties for sure. Do you think we need to scout ahead before we move with such a large body? Oh, yeah, definitely. Of course. Okay. All right. Harad. Ah, my friend Gornok here knows city. He he could help give us ideas where to go. Call him over here. I'd like to speak to him. Uh, you see a half drunken halfling sort of stumble oh, there. Not coming with us when we start. <laughs> <laughs> He's sort of like, ah, yeah, you want to see me? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I kind of like to show respect. I kind of go down on one knee while talking to him. My friend, oh, yeah, he just slaps you in and says. Don't do that to me. Okay. Okay. I'll stand up. Don't Understand. respect small child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, different. All oh, these different cultures, man. All right. So my, my friend here, my teammate here told me that, you know, the city quite well. We're going to be scouting ahead before we move with you and your companions, fellow refugees over here. Is there any advice you can give us? Any kind of setup, maybe a cover concealment that the enemy might have that we will not be aware of? I'll scout ahead. To watch out for maybe i talk with my hinder for you or rather uh, after you i overheard you talking he sort of smiles and uh he waves his hand and you see a sort of 3d map or model of uh part of the city that you'll be going through pop out out of ice hmm. it's kind of like looking at this map where are we now he points out the diplomatic compound, which is more like to the south, and you'll have to go uh, to the northwest, and you're going to have to go through lots of tiny uh, streets, Fuck. and you'll pass the Colosseum, or rather amphitheater, where the blood games were held. These streets are going to be potential for bad things to happen to us. Here's what I suggest we're going to do. We're going to scout ahead. Same plan. Now, another when we scout ahead to the chapel, we need to find we need to find access points where we can potentially take cover with these people if need be to hide, um, or if we come under any kind of attack. So we're gonna have two principal objectives when we are trying to find this ingress. One is to find a way of least resistance. Two, find ways we could defend ourselves and get cover and concealment for a large group of people if need be. That could be empty rooms along the street. That could be alleyways that we can provide adequate cover and protection for. Don't forget that 
the houses are cursed. I just uh, helped out a man who had been trapped by one of the houses, just like we were at one point when we tried to scale it. Fuck. These odds are... Mm, okay, I'll keep that to myself. We have to find an uncursed concealment if need be. Sure. Because if we go through those streets and we get in a choke point with these people, it can be very fucking ugly. Very ugly. Talking about the type of ugly where none of us might see the next day, okay? Ask speaker. He might know something. I look at the speaker. Uh, Sir, can we have a moment of your time, please, over here? Of course. So everything's looking good so far. We're finding ways to make our way forward. So that's good. Positive outlook and all that. Um, One concern we have, though, is we are going to be trying to find ways where we can provide concealment for the group when we move (laughs) forward. Uh, One of the concerns that's been brought to our attention, though, is the status of these buildings and them have been cursed by the Hungarian Legion. Is that the case with everything between here and the chapel? Any kind of potential hiding spot within these buildings along the street? I'll try to meditate on it. Maybe the Oracle will give me a sign. Out of character, Hugo's not a big fan of oracles and religion and all that <laughs> stuff. Dude. So he's like, um, okay, how long does this meditation take you, sir? Because we need to move here soon. Well, as soon as it darkens. He says, comes. I will tell you uh, once it comes. And he sort of moves somewhere else. I look at everyone. All right, rest up. Get your yeah. rest. Get some shut eye. Hopefully he'll have this meditation that is done. Maybe you can help him out like a nominal <laughs> with this meditation. And once he's done... He'll tell us and we'll move then. I'm not moving forward until we know the status of these buildings. Right. Oh, so to Ismail. All right. So Ismail, she... You feel was... a hunger. A hunger like fire deep inside you. Of course it would be now. Of course it would be now. Of course it would be now. Uh, so she she knows what she has to do. And she just sort of like looks over the uh, the refugees. And she like sort of eyeballs the two weak ones. The, the ones who have been sick. And she's sidles up to the uh, the dwarf woman, the old one, and she sort of like kneels down my side her, and she says, "We're we're going to all be in danger soon. How far are you willing to go to keep everyone else safe?" Uh, which one are you talking to? Are you talking to the man or the uh, woman? The woman. Mm-hmm. She sort of wakes up. And, well, I'm an old lady. I'm not sure what I can do. There's kind of magic that I need to do to keep my strength. And this city, it does something to me. If I lose my power, I can't... It it weakens me, and I won't be able to keep everyone else as safe as I can. And the price... It's something you can help me with. Would you be willing to if I asked you? I I suppose. What would this price be? Don't worry. Don't, Don't worry. Don't worry. It's nothing horrifying. It's it's just a small price. Uh, something that can be paid with real quickly. I assure you that your sacrifice that just remember this. When if you pay this, you will be making sure that you can help keep everyone safe. Don't just think that keeping don't you think that one sneeze against many is lesser? Uh, all right, Esmail. Roll me charisma plus level plus uh night of hell five. That's plus twelve. Oh come on, come on, come on! Twenty six. She sort of shakes and says, oh, "Well, I'm not sure if I can do it." I can help you. 
it won't be it won't be hard i uh, she sort of looks at the sleeping man uh in the room just like uh, okay okay thank you i just i i don't i will not forget this you will not be forgotten what's your name her name is Ferron. Ferron. I will remember it, and I will make sure that people will know of the sacrifice, of the courage you had today. Okay. There's one thing, Atho. She hands you a sort of hand, a pouch. Please find my daughter. She's in Axis, which is uh, the capital of the empire. Please give this to her. You can find her. Tell her. Tell, tell her I died protecting this city. I'll tell her that she will, she will know. And I take the, I'll see to her personally. Thank you for this. All right. So can I do the ritual here as quiet as possible or will it have to? Uh... He seems to be dead asleep. Like no, nothing will probably wake him because, you know, you just went there in your armor and you're pretty loud when you like stepped into there, but. He seems fast asleep. All right, so I uh, make sure to like you know bar the uh, entrance a little bit just so no one can see into it. And so I just you know just you know take out my necessary equipment and the small knife and just close your eyes. It it will be quick, I promise. And I commence about ritually sacrificing her to maintain my evil paladin powers. Right, she dies during the first stab and. You do your ritual, and uh, you leave her uh, body in quite a disastrous state. Her ribcage is open. You know, you've carved your markings there on the bones. And slowly, as you perform the ritual, you feel the hunger, and you slowly abide. And once the ritual's done, you hear a soft woman's laugh, like sort of a ha, 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 ha. And you recognize the diabolist. I'm almost free of you, she says to no one. I am almost free of you. Once I'm out of here, then this is done. I will go out and be a farmer if that's what it takes, but I will be free of you. No more of this. No more. All right. You sneak out of uh, the, I guess, infirmary, and evening comes. Everyone seems to be highly distressed as they think they have the hungering legionnaire infiltrator. The woman that Nomina has treated has been found dead, sacrificed in a horrible, macabre manner with symbols of the Diabolist carved into her. I'll look around. (sighs) No. Mm. I'll look at the others. Okay, you two, you need to keep watch on them. Do not let anyone out of your sight, you understand? No one leaves this room. Get them all in the infirmary. There is an internal threat. You need to take it out. You understand? Matt. Matt Thinder, have you found your meditative state? Time is of the essence now. I need an answer. Yes, you do anything? yes. I have followed the connection with the great oracle. Okay, and what did the great oracle tell you? He calls us to him. I, I get that. I need to know, are those buildings... We must free him from the temple. Yes, he has shown us the way. All you do is... And he sort of uh, looks at the model and points out the buildings that are safe. Thank you. All right. Nomina, strip down to things you don't need. Bring the only the necessities. I take off my bag with the potion and the letter to my wife and the map. And here's the map. I look at I look at my I look at Ismail and I'm like, and there's the map, one potion, the yeah. letter to my wife and son. Make sure it gets to them, please, if I don't come back. Ismail seems to be positively glowing, honestly. Like, okay. Much better. I have 
you're fucking with me because you don't want me to meditate but i'm like <laughs> no uh, it's it's just like a certain uh i don't know uh focus in our eyes you seem fired up you ready yes okay again i look at nomino you ready you got only bare necessities we need to move quiet mathinder why uh did the why does the oracle need help in escaping you said that the that the passageway is hidden in the temple I do not know the ways of the Oracle. I only know that that's what he asked of me. All right, then we then we will find out. And Nomina gets rid of her uh, almost burned bear cloak. But that's really it, because other than that, she is already at bare necessities as a hunter and stalker in the woods. Yeah, I'm going to like try to discard anything that would make a lot of noise. By Obviously, I'm going to need a weapon. I mean, I got my sword. I don't know if that's going to make noise or not. You know what I mean? But like... I'm not trying to make a lot of, especially if it's quiet and dark out there, you know? Right. No, no, no. Uh, you can have your sword with you. Okay. All right, let's go. And I kind of like go and I come out the door and what we're going to do, I say before we go, we're going to look at these hiding spots that he pointed out within the city, make sure that they can fit. We're going to see if the path is clear, see if we anything of concern and we come back. We do not, we do not engage unless absolutely forced to engage. If they do see us and we can escape without engaging, we escape without engaging. Good call. All right, let's go. And we do not at all speak of this inside here, these people, nothing. All right? No, no, we don't know who's listening. We don't know if someone's following us, all right? So use tact on speaking about our peers in here. We don't want to give them more. All right, let's go. And so I open the door and I slowly creep out with no, no, no. Okay, then. You creep out out of the diplomatic compound into the dangerous outside streets. You sort of do your reconnaissance thing, looking forward, and so far it seems to be you're doing quite well. You're mapping out the patrols of the Hungarian Legion that are there. Quite successful at it. You know, you hide in the uncursed buildings, and so far that served you well. Uh, the Hungarian Legion seems to be scared to go into the buildings, especially in small patrols, because of the danger involved. But there is one place where you will be more in the open, and it's near the amphitheater, which is basically four-way street. In between, like, the streets, you s there are seats where people can watch. And in the middle of the street, there is, like, a caravan that you hear which isn't hungering legion you're pretty sure and there's two men on woolly rhinos escorting it but they're not hungry legion they don't wear any of their insignia do they look human they seem, they, they're human they have the armor of a knights from four store and agar i raise an eyebrow to numb on that motion they, they didn't they're not they don't see you by the way you know, just, yeah i just motion to like kind of like motion with my eyes over to the direction there. how many of them are there There's just two knights, and uh, you're not sure how many refugees, but it uh, could be 10 to 20. And they're moving through this this arena area, yeah. or are they resting there? Yeah, uh, through it. Yeah, they. I'm wondering if they're heading in a different direction, or if they're heading in the same direction as us. They're heading in a completely different direction. Okay, well, they got their own concerns. I'm looking at this arena, this open court arena. Is there any like way we can go out of sight without walking straight through the middle? Like maybe like go behind these seats and bleachers, move these people behind if we walk in single order? You could 
technically, but it's still a pretty open area. So you'll basically have to walk around it. So it's going to take a bit more time, but it would theoretically be possible. Okay. I see what you're saying. So we are, we are coming from the South, right? So we see through yeah. from the South. So we could walk around. You are here. Yeah. And uh, the Knights are going uh, sort of this way and you're trying to go this way. But going around that surrounds this auditorium, is it exposed like the outside the surrounding walls? It's well, if you go through uh, the street, then obviously the only place you're exposed to is the auditorium. Yeah. But if you go around, then yeah, you might get exposed to some of the buildings. Yeah, that's true. And I don't want that. So yeah, you're trying to go north. They're going uh, west. Can I see right. through the entrance of the north, like see what's on the other side from where I'm standing? Yeah, uh, the sort of small streets continue, but it's quite a short way to the temple from there. Okay. Quite sure. Yeah, I don't want to cross through here. I, I look at Namanan, I kind of like mo- make a motion with my fingers, spin and turn around, and we're going to head back. I look at her to see if she approves. Yeah, you get a nod. Okay, so I'm going to start silently moving back until we get back to the refugees. All right, and you get back. So I'm going to call the four over or the three. Uh, before that, before oh, that, when we have like a moment to to talk mm-hmm. between uh, the two of us, I'm just going to ask, where do you think they were headed? They were not headed for the temple, right? I'm going to think back to my map. What's on the east side of the of the of that area? Do I remember from the map oh, I have? You're pretty sure that that's conquered territory. Conquered. Oh, shit. That's, I think that's the area that's been t- overran. Are those people disguised? Are they taking them? Are they making some kind of deal to get themselves out of there? Are they working for the enemy? It's not questions that we can answer now. That guy in there wants this done for us to get what we want. I'll tell you what, though. If we do get out of here and I want to report to the emperor, that's going to be brought up. There's some kind of deal going on. And I don't want to think of the worst possible scenario, what that can mean. That means that I'm just like closing my eyes and open them. If that means that people from the empire are somehow assisting in this, I don't even want to think about that possibility right now. Our main goal, we got to keep our eyes on the objective, though. This is a war zone, but yeah, these people and finding the Oracle for me is definitely top priority. Yes. We can't, I don't think we can uh, save everyone here. I, we can't, and I can't let my fucking brain go in that direction right now, thinking of what that could mean. But I tell you what, if I find myself alone with those two, I'm going to get answers. Let's go and talk to the other four. We need to get going now before the shit gets any more riskier. The more we're out here... The more we're sitting in that fucking room, the more fucked up shit will happen. Keep your eyes open for any kind of insider threat because something took that lady and took her out. I go and I open the door and I go back inside. And I motion to the other two without even saying anything, like with my eyes. And I just kind of motion them over to come and join us. It's Malin, my favorite scary orc. Oh, hello again, folks. I'd like to tell you about the Facebook group we run called White Wolf and Onyx Path RPGs, Gameplay, and Media. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts, or just media in general, that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded, one that won't be drowned out by random posts and discussions, so that your media could give the attention you deserve? The group is specifically run with the sole intent of being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. The group is 
already immense and continuing to rapidly grow, with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there.